0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Kits your Friday, September 18th edition, 12 games slate on tap for you tonight, wild night yet again. Tell me if you've heard this before, lots and lots of offense. I think we had at least three teams. The Dodgers might have stopped at nine. We had two other teams go double digits. We had three that made for three of the top five price teams going off, which makes things so much fun when you want Bieber and company. But uh, that's the way things are going right now. Pitching is getting worse and worse. It's almost like it's a real season where September baseball things blow up. But uh, tons of offense, occasional pitching, navigate the minefields. Baseball is fun this time of year. Teams are locking up playoff berths, so be ready for some shorter pitcher outings, some goofier pitchers. There's going to be a lot of interesting things taking place over the next few days. So either tread lightly or be ready for chaos, because that was about to ensue some more on the MLB diamond. We have a 12-game slate on top for you tonight, so – First off, the housekeeping news. I'm on Twitter, at BD Intric. If you want to get in the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat, where you guys are chatting it up all the time for all sports, just hit me up. I'll get you up in there. If you'd like to give a rating review on iTunes, I'd really appreciate it. I appreciate all the kind words you guys are giving me on Twitter. It's awesome. If you guys want to give a rating review on iTunes, that would help a ton. Also, if you want to watch the video form of this, it's on my Periscope. Or go to the Rotoballer YouTube channel. Give it a like, a share, All that good stuff. And if you want to join the Roto Baller Premium uh, Network, use promo code Bubba for 10% off. gets you in the premium Slack chat, all the tools, all the good stuff they have over there. Now, to the 12-game slate, it's going to be fun. Some really, really good pitching that's a, kind of affordable because there's only one guy over 10K who are not playing anyways. There's a lot of bats to attack. We have Coors, we have the Yankees, of course. We have some great spots in that regard. So it should be actually a pretty fun slate. But again, 12 games. Uh, you're going to look at the DraftKings thing, and there'll be a nine-game FWBC. That's for the... Fantasy Baseball World Championships, uh, they're doing the nine games, so they don't do the evening games, where we will do all 12 games because we are like that. Uh, let's look at the totals. White Sox, Reds, total 9.5. Indians, Tigers, 9. Yankees, Red Sox, 10.5. Rays, Orioles, 8.5. D-backs, Astros, 8. Royals, Brewers, 9. Waiting on Twins, Cubs, because Wrigley. Padres, Mariners, 8.5. Again, that's Padres, Mariners, game Mariners at home in San Diego. So keep an eye on that. And then we'll have a few other totals we're still waiting for, obviously, as things continue to come out. But let's get popping. 12-game slate pitchers. You got Granky 10-1. I'll pass. You have Max Fried coming off the IL against the Mets. As much as I want to play that at $9,800, GPP only, because I don't know where he's at with his injury. I'll pass. Because you got guys like Tyler Glass now at $9,700 at the Baltimore Orioles. He's faced Baltimore twice this year. He's averaging 25.5 DK points per start. Coming off a 7-8 and 7K gym or uh, he gave up four runs but still got you 22 points against Boston. Glasnow's strikeout rate has been outstanding this season. He has seven or more Ks in his last six starts, five or more Ks in every start this season. But over those last six starts, he has basically 20 or more DK points in every start, even though he's managed to get the long ball, get hit around once in a while. Still getting those strikeouts. He had 13Ks the last time he faced Baltimore on August 25th, and that's where now shines. The strikeouts will be there. Facing an Orioles team that you know you can pick on, striking out 23% of the time versus righties, 174 ISO, 326, well, but 260 average. Pretty good stuff there, pretty average numbers for the O's. But the strikeout rate's huge, so Glasnow might give up a little, but with those K's, he'll get you the 20-plus points more often than not in a good matchup where the Rays are favored to win this game. So Glasnow at 97, outstanding option this evening. A tough one here is Zach Gallon at 9500 bucks, coming off back-to-back doozies at the Giants against the Mariners teams. You wouldn't expect this to happen. Looked a little lost up there. Um, he gets an Astros team that's been letting us down left and right. Great matchups against Lyles and Gibson. And what do they do? Nothing. So how fitting would it be for baseball in 2020 for an ace like Zach Gallon to take the bump and watch the Astros put up double-digit runs? That just feels like what's going to happen. But if you want to go with just the good pitcher, he's faced Houston once this year, six innings, two earned, six Ks for seventeen point three points. Before the last two outings, he's basically been a twenty plus point machine. He's twenty five hundred bucks. You got a Houston Astros team that um, strikes out twenty point five percent of the time, two forty average, one sixty one ISO, three oh nine LOBA. So again, they're okay with them. they haven't done much of anything at the plate right now. Tua still lost. Bregman's up and down. Correa's lost. Uh, Brantley's even gone quiet. Springer's not the only consistent thing they have going right now. So it's been really, really rough with the Astros. So if you want to go Zach Gallon at 95, I love it. Just I just have a weird feeling about it. He's been lost the last couple of games, but it's a phenomenal matchup for him. I'll be going to Glass now. Uh, you got Hendricks at home against Minnesota. We know Hendricks at home has been an absolute beast, so I don't mind him in a GPP, but still have Glass now at 97 is my guy. Or just the stupid value. He's the highest-priced pitcher on FanDuel at ten five, But on DraftKings, let me, let me know if you've heard this before. Zach Plesak is too cheap, and we did this like two starts ago when he was too cheap, and he actually dealt again that day. We're going to go right back to that. Well, yeah, he was 7600 bucks against Kansas City. He got you 21.6 points. He's been 83 against Kansas City, 25.1. 77 versus the Sox. The algorithm for DK just doesn't like Plesak. Apparently, it's the Puka shells or the white frosted tips. I don't know, but DK just doesn't like him. So we'll appreciate the $8,500 price tag, 2-2 ERA, strikeout machine, 5 uh, plus Ks. And all but one start this season. Give it five runs against Minnesota. Minnesota's last time out, but we knew Minnesota was rocky. Prior to that, one run against Kansas City, one run against Kansas City, none against the White Sox, 2 0. So two or less in those other five starts outside of Minnesota. I'll take my my chances there tonight at the Detroit Tigers, a team we've been picking on left and right with starting pitching, because obviously you should know the broken record by now. They got Beaver uh, dealt, dealt against them, striking out over 28% of the time versus varieties. With a 226 average and a 290 Woba. So you guys keep picking on Detroit. Please at 85 is extreme value. Paired up with glass now makes for a heck of a one two punch. If you want to roll the dice with Gallon or Hendricks, you can as well. But please should be in every cash game lineup with GPP upside as well. His ownerships will be a little high, obviously, at that pr- price point. So on a GPP, you can justify maybe toning it back a little bit just to be different from the field. But in my mind, the matchup he has, the situation he has, I'm going to roll a police sack out there, and I'll be different with a different pitcher or different bats or something. He does so much for your roster with the upside he brings to the to the mound at 8500 bucks. As you go on farther, though, you could look at Danny Duffy versus Milwaukee at $7,800. Uh, Duffy's been actually pretty decent of late. Uh, you got a Milwaukee Brewers team. They're at home, which is good. They've kind of been hitting the ball of late, which is weird. talked about Alex Fast on Twitter the other day. They're like 10th best in WOBA since uh, since like the last two or three weeks, but you just wouldn't know it the way they're not winning baseball games. They strike out 24.5% of the time versus lefties. 200 ISO, 340 WOBA shows they do have some power versus lefties, so keep that in mind with Danny Duffy on the mound. He'd be a GPP-only type situation, but there is some upside at 7,800 still. I'd rather go to please at 85 or probably slide on down some more. In this matchup, TJ Anton, sadly, is up to 7,400. We've been rolling him out there every once in a while, but we will not be rolling him out there tonight. That's for sure. We used him a couple starts back against Pittsburgh. That was beautiful. Not tonight at that price point. So after um, Duffy, you could slide down. You can try Kikuchi at 66 at hoping at San Diego. hoping he gets it done there. Jaime Barrilla is interesting versus Texas. We love to target the Texas Rangers. Uh, Barria has been back five-plus innings in uh, three of his last four starts. He's got you fourteen or more in two or four starts, basically ten or more in three or four. The ceiling hasn't really been there with Barria this year, but the uh, the floor of about ten or more has been there. He's facing a Texas team we like to pick on, striking out twenty five percent of the time. Versus right handed pitching with a two eight average, one thirty nine ISO, two seventy seven woba. So Barria at sixty five could be a decent punt if you're looking to uh, get away with it. He'd be my punt of the night. Not the biggest upside, which kind of stinks. That's why I kind of want to play. I kind of want to just do glass now and Plesak and then make my bats work. There's some good value. I write the on uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I write the premium values article over there at rotoballer.com, which uh, there's some interesting value. There's some guys that are still a little expensive, but, but priced too, uh, too low at, at their production, and there's some nice, nice value as well. So we'll recap the pitching at the end, but mainly glassed down Plesak is where I'll be planting my flag tonight with a few other guys uh, sitting in there. Um, moving on to the catcher's position, on this Friday, there's going to be a ton of options, 12-game slate, but it depends if you want to pay up or not. you got Travis D'Arnaud versus the lefty Matts at 47. If you want to go near the top, you Money Ground Dolls down to 46 versus Anton is another good option for you on that one. But, uh, you know, GPP-wise, you can do Gary Sanchez at 42 and deep yesterday. Just know he can strike out four times as well. But you are facing Martin Perez, so this is a spot for the Yanks that they, they could do some damage. Martin Perez has been kind of a smoke-and-mirrors guy. I had some good starts, some rough starts. But as a whole, lefty's hitting 272, righty's 344. So you can enjoy that setup. Um, Going below 4K, though, you got some options down here. you got maybe Martín Maldonado, if you want a fade gallon, could be a part of a stack. But uh, Joey Bard at 36 is is a potential option. Kevin Ploiecki versus Boston at 35, if he gets to start, which I doubt he will, would be a decent value in that matchup. Uh, Wilson Ramos at 32 versus Freed is in play. You could definitely take a peek at that. Or you just go below 3K, and there's a lot of them. Hopefully, if like Stevenson gets to start for Cincinnati at 28, that's a really strong value play I like. If Higashioka gets to start for the Yankees, he's 27. Uh, Barnhart, if Stevenson's not starting, Barnhart probably is. Barnhart's 26, so one of the two Reds uh, catchers. And it gets bought versus Stever. Stever threw three and two-thirds as his only other outing this year. So they get Stever for a short outing, and then White Sox bullpen as they clinch the AL Central, I believe, or at least a playoff berth, just a playoff berth yesterday so that's pretty awesome for the pale hose um, other punts you know Elias Diaz didn't play yesterday that was a bummer Walters is stupid cheap in Coors he's been really bad offensively but he's basically free in Coors field if you need to go that way so check the lineups. there will be a lot of catcher's value on a slate of this size going to the first base position you got the likes of uh, Freeman against mass lefty lefty's nice contrarian play if you're stacking them up but you can just go to Luke Voigt, who homered yet again yesterday. He's 5,300 bucks. He averaged almost 16 points his last 10 games, four homers over his last three games. Crushing everything. Gets a good matchup versus Martin Perez. He actually prefers uh, righties over lefties, but still a very, very good spot for Voigt at 53 um, in that matchup. Matt Olsen versus Webb. Not going to probably go there unless it's GPP only at 5K. I'd, I'd just pay him for Voigt at that point or save some cash and slide on down some more to the likes of maybe a, um, a Pete Alonzo on a GPP at 42, somewhat appealing at that price point. But it's like if you're not paying for Luke Voigt, I just want to save, go all the way down to 4K and play Jared Walsh at home against Hergit of Texas and then the Texas bullpen. Walsh has just been unconscious, hitting four fifteen over his last 10, averaging 16 points over his last 10. He's uh, hit safely at nine straight games. He has scored a run and driven in a run in each of those nine games. The dude's just unconscious right now at $4,000. Hitting in the third spot in that Angels lineup from the left side of the plate. Phenomenal play at 4K. The way he's playing right now, he should be up in the Luke Voigt price range. So he's a value tonight at $4,000. Just play that one in cash, GPPs, whatever you prefer. A GPP play would be Bobby Dahlback at 37 versus Montgomery. We saw the power of Dahlbeck kind of quieted down again for two or three games. But the power is legit. Good matchup versus Montgomery. A left-handed pitcher that can give up a ton of power. So um, Dollback at 37. Is a good value. Brandon Belt at 35 against Bassett's not too shabby himself. Edwin Rios, first base, third base, in Coors at 3400. He's homered in back-to-back games. We know he's there for his power. He gets Castellani in Coors and in Coors bullpen. He's a decent punt to play at 34 to get some uh, Coors exposure with the Dodgers for cheap, first base, third base eligible. And then the other guy, if you aren't playing Walsh or you want to play him at third base because he's first base, third base eligible, like if you're in cash – or if you're looking for some savings, the boy, the movement we've been trying for for a couple of years now, the free Nate Low movement has finally happened. Nate Low has been crushing it of late, hitting 370 over his last ten games, averaging 10.2 points, 12-0, 13-26 over his last four. Um, the dude is doing it all. Multi-hit games. He's hitting homers. He's stealing bags. He had three steals three games ago. He's hitting like fourth in the Rays lineup. Fourth or six is where they've been kind of putting him. 2,900 bucks. Super cheap price tag for Nate Lowe versus Baltimore and Alex Cobb. Good ballpark to hit in in Baltimore. Cobb loves getting hit by left. He's going to more two home runs per nine, two left-handed pitching. So a Nate Lowe uh, punt play, definitely in line for you on this evening. Second base position, you know, Airfield's always in play with DJ. that made it went deep again yesterday. He's 56. Really strong look there. Brandon Lau, if you're stacking up Tampa versus Cobb, which is definitely in play tonight, is 5,500. That's a steep price tag, but not too shabby with some of the value. We have on this slate. Keston here at 51 has been heating up. He gets Danny Duffy. He's a good price point uh, if you're paying up tonight as well with some power in that matchup versus Duffy. But you can slide on down at second base if you're not paying up at the top. Uh, you can keep trying Jose Altuve because his price point cheap at 37. we got Ryan McMahon and Coors versus White. He's only throwing one inning, so it's White and then bullpen for the Dodgers. McMahon, 3,600. He's worth a look for you. Uh, Josh Rojas leading off for Cranky. If you need to go there at 33, you can. I'd prefer not to go against Granky, but it's there. Rude did a to GPP at 3K. I don't hate that one uh, tonight. But other than that, check your lineups. Second base, kind of a pay-up position if you can. Third base, you know, you got Arenado and Coors. That's always a play. LeMahieu, again, at 56 is strong. Machado versus Kikuchi at 54. We like targeting that. J-Ram had a monster night last night, 42 DK points, as he went four for five, three-run score, double, two homers, the works. He's in a smash spot again tonight. He's been really swinging a good overlay, 5,300 against Fulmer in Detroit. Good price point for J-Ram. He's like the seventh price, sixth price, third baseman on the board. So good look for him there. Uh, Kyle Seeger versus Paddock in a GPP at 49. I don't hate it because I'm not a Paddock guy, and he can take advantage of that. You want Moncada at only 47, gets you a bit of a discount versus T.J. Anton. J.D. Davis versus the lefty Freed. If you're fading Freed at 44, it's a value. Kind of like Moncada at 47, a little more in that price range. Uh, going down farther, Josh Donaldson's down to 3800 versus Hendricks. I respect the heck out of Hendricks, so keep that in mind. But good price point for a Donaldson and the GPP. Again, if you're looking for his value. Edwin Rios at thirty four, first 1st base, third base. Nate Lowe, $2,900, 1st base, third base. That low price is hard to pass up tonight in that matchup versus Cobb in Baltimore. Shortstop, you got Story and Coor, who went deep last night, always in play. LeDore at fifty five. The Indians are always expensive, very inconsistent. But when they go off like last night, it's huge. Uh, Lindor, J-Ram, both pricey, both good plays, though, in their situations. Yeah, Corey Seager at 53 and Coors had a monster night last night, double homer, a uh, handful of uh, points for you, obviously, 5,300, really good price point for Seager in that matchup versus Castellani. Uh, Xander Bogarts at 47, he's been quiet, good matchup versus Montgomery, though, if you want to get back on the uh, X-Man train, you can. It's just tough, though, you got Seager and company right above him, Or you can slide on down to a few other cheapies like Alberto Mondesi at 4,200 versus Hauser. Lefties have gotten to Hauser very, very well this year uh, to the tune of a 374 average. So Mondesi at 4,200, somebody you can definitely peek at if you don't want to pay up at at, uh, shortstop. Get back on the Mondesi train at 4,200. A few others for you. Brandon Crawford's been swinging it well at 36 if you need to punt. Uh, Jose Iglesias, if you're fading Glass now at 35, Glass now will give up some power, give up some runs. So, if you want to put some Baltimore out there, you can because Glasnow should be popular tonight. So, 3,500 is a play for you. And then after that, it's just check your lineups for the value. So, on a 12 game slate, there's going to be tons of, tons of outfield. Obviously, like bets, yes. Trout's always worth a look, but bets is a great player. As Castellani at 6K, phenomenal play. You got Acuna, he's in play. You got Blackman at at 56. You got Lau, we talked about. Um, you can go all these directions, they're all looking good. But uh, if, you, if you want to save, obviously, you can play the guys up top. You don't need my help with that. You got Marcelo Zuna at 49 versus Steven Matz. That's not too shabby. <clears throat> you have guys like um, George Springer, like I guess, the only kind of consistent thing for the Astros. He'd be GPP only against Gallon. He's uh, at 47. Uh, Clint Frazier's only 45 versus Martin Perez. That's a solid look. Adam Duvall versus Matz at 45. We know he loves his lefty. So a couple good mid-4K guys for you in that situation. Uh, sliding on down though Giancarlo went deep yesterday. He's 43 versus Martin Perez. If you want to jump on that train, you can just know there's a lot of swing and miss on that train, but he had an extreme amount of power as well at 4,300. The Franomill, if you want to get Cleveland, he's a 40, affordable at 4,100, so he's a good piece. If you are stacking up Cleveland, don't forget the Fran with that one. Alex Dickerson, only 4K versus Bassett. Nice little price point for one of the hotter hitters in baseball right now. You can look at him. Uh, Will Myers versus the lefty Kikuchi at thirty eight. That's a discount as he loves him some lefty. Uh, Ryan Braun versus the lefty at thirty six is very strong as well. is averaging eleven point four over his last ten at three sixty seven. Quietly getting it done, Homer and back to back games for the Brewers. Loves loves facing lefties, so Braun at thirty six is a decent value. Uh, Aaron Hicks is still only thirty six hundred bucks. He's affordable uh, against Prez. Hicks, the switch hitter. So don't worry about that situation. Uh, Randy Arezarena at 35 versus Cobb is in play. Raimel Tappy at only 3,400 leading off for the Rockies is a very, very good value. The leadoff man in cores against a suspect starter, possibly early bullpen at 3,400 definitely has some appeal to it. You got Mountcastle. If you're fading Glassdoor at 34, he's definitely in play if you're fading them. And then other than that, you're just going to kind of look at value as lineups come out. Guys like, um, Matt Kemp and Coors would be 32. I do like Manny Margot. If you're stacking Tampa Bay, Margot's 3,200. He's been getting on base a lot, stealing bases, really getting it done. So he's a good value at 32. Even if you want to play cash as a one off, he's not that shabby at 32 because Cobb is not very good. So you can look at Manny Margot as a punt play in that one. And then a few others you could uh, peek at. Yeah, you know, like Tyler Naquin's been swinging away like 2,500, 2,600, 25. And then Shogo Akiyama leading off for Cincinnati, 2,400. He's uh, reached base safely in, like, I believe, nine straight games, hit safely in nine straight games. He's walking well over 20% of the time, four stolen bases over those last 10. So he's stuffing the stat sheet there. So Akiyama is a, is a decent punt. And if Sam Hilliard's in the Rockies lineup, he's only 24 versus White and company. So you can definitely look that direction. All right, recapping your pitching on this 12-game banger of a slate. You got uh, the guys I'm targeting. You got Glasnow up top at 97. You can look at Freed, Gallon, and Hendricks. They're not bad. Uh, more GPP plays than Cash, but uh, Gallon would be the closest guy to Cash. Just know that he's been off the last two starts. So buyer beware. But Freed, Glasnow, Gallon, Hendricks, all in play up top. But Glasnow is the guy I'm looking for against Baltimore. and those strikeout upside. Zach Plesak my favorite play at 85 because the price is just ridiculous against that Detroit Tigers team. So I'm going to try to get Plesak and now pairings wherever I can. Uh, if you're looking to go cheaper, Danny Duffy – and um, Jaime and would be the two guys i look to down below, but it's not a very comfortable punt situation, to be honest. When you're looking to stack things up this evening, Cleveland versus Detroit very much in play versus Fulmer and company. Just know they're pricey with J-Ram, with Lindor. You get a little discount with Fran Mill. one's affordable. But the big dogs you want a little pricey in that one, but they've been raking, especially J-Ram. Um, the Yankees and Boston both in play. I prefer the Yankees, of course. The Bronx Bombers just crushing everything facing up against Martín Pérez, but you can't really hate on the Boston Red Sox, even though they're inconsistent at the plate. Good matchup versus uh, Jordan Montgomery, but give me the Yanks in that one. Tampa Bay against Baltimore, I like it a lot. Lots of value. Margot's cheap. uh, Lowe's cheap. Lowe's expensive. Uh, Meadows is expensive, but you can mix and match. You got Tetsugo. You got Choi versus uh, Calab. A lot of ways to attack him, but uh, Nate Lowe at 2,900. Margot at 32. Two really nice pieces of value. You have Coors Field, obviously, in play. Dodgers, Rockies in that one, so don't be scared to to get on that. There's some value we mentioned, plus the big boys up top. Um, You have Milwaukee versus Duffy. You could look there. Kansas City versus Hauser as well. So the Kansas City-Milwaukee game, not one I'm running to target in a big, big way, but there is some definite value in that situation. A few others in this one. You have uh, the Angels versus Texas, especially Walsh at 4K. You want to get in on that. You could go San Diego versus Kikuchi. But the main targets, it's it's a, its a broken record right now. Cleveland, Yankees, Coors. But then Tampa Bay swinging in there could be very, very nice with some maybe late-night hammers. The Giants have been red hot. Bassett's been good, but the Giants have been red hot. If you want a little late-night action, I don't hate it at all. So that'll wrap it up. 12 games in the books. Hope everybody has a great weekend. One more week of baseball with you next week before the playoffs. Again, if you need anything, I'm on Twitter, at BD Intric. Hit me up over there. If you want to get in the free fantasy sports DJ Slack chat, just uh, give us your email. Uh, if you give a rating review on iTunes, I would truly appreciate it. It would help the podcast out a ton. Also, go check out Rotoballer.com. You can watch the video on Rotoballer's YouTube channel. And join the Rotoballer Premium for 10% off the package of your choice with promo code Bubba. You get the Rotoballer Premium Slack chat. You get um, the tools and all kinds of other articles and good stuff over there. But more importantly, everyone have a great, great weekend. The weather's hopefully nice for you. You get to maybe get outside and walk around a little bit and do some fun stuff. There's all kinds of sports, like college football, NFL. uh, You got the U.S. Open, golf, all kinds of good stuff going on. But uh, good luck tonight. Good luck this weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. But This was MLB DFS Quickets, your Friday, September 18th edition. I'm out.